Our scripture today comes from 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 20 and Psalms 103, 1 through 5. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God who is reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ. Be reconciled to God. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion. Who satisfies your desire with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, Jason. Great job. So today is week four and the final week of our series that we've called Recreation and Recreation. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have loved this series. Uh, if you were uh, a part of our, our, our previous series, uh, TechWise, you know that I said I hated that series, and I wrote it, which I did. Uh, I also wrote this series, and I loved it. I thought it was a ton of fun. I, I hope you've had fun. Uh, I know as I've traveled around our, our other campuses, and we've, we've played games, and we've, we've, I've just seen people laughing and enjoying themselves, and connecting, and, and hearing about how God wants us to enjoy life, to have recreation, and how God wants to take those moments in our lives where we don't feel enough, where we don't feel like uh, we matter, and he wants to, to feel those moments of doubt and recreate that sense of enough because we're in relationship with him. And so I've had fun. I hope you've had fun, but I personally think we've saved the best for last, because today is the last in our recreation recreation series, but it's also Camp Sunday. This is the Sunday that we celebrate Camp Nova. Yeah, we can clap for that. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Because here's what I believe. I believe camp is crucial. I think camp is a powerful weapon of King Jesus because camp is this beautiful intersection of recreation and recreation. I think at camp, we see both of those taking place and we see God using them in very powerful ways. We'll talk more about that here in a moment. But beforehand, I couldn't have a camp Sunday and us not play one last kind of upfront game. And so we're gonna have a competition here real quick. Uh, this is a game that we play at camp, a game called Paper Dragon. So I need two adult volunteers who have strong arms. Yeah, Logan, come on up here, man. I got one, I need one more. One more person who feels like they have strong arms. This is the one chance you get to brag at church right here. Lane, you want to go? I believe, come on, man, you can do it. I believe in you. I believe in you. So I need one person right here and one person right here. And we're competing for this, uh, this brand new Camp Nova hat right here. So if that, if that entices you guys at all. So just stand and face that way. Perfect. Just like that. Just like that. I'm going to put this on the ground and you hold that in your hand. I'm going to put this one on the ground. Just ignore the colors. It's nothing personal, okay? I'm gonna put this on the ground, and you hold that. And I'm gonna put this on the ground, and 
and you're going to hold that. And I think, do we have a countdown? Do we have a countdown, one-minute countdown? We don't. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. We're going to just do this old school. So here's how this game works. It's called Paper Dragon. It's a competition. You have a minute, a minute to use your arms to uncoil as much streamer as you can. After a minute, who's uncoiled the most streamer wins, Okay. Any questions? They look confused. Are they confused? Do y'all look confused? Am I being confused? Okay. They're good. Can what? So I, I err on the side of creativity. All I, the rules I gave you are the rules I gave you. However you express those rules, as long as whoever has the most uncoil at the end wins. On your mark. The more questions you ask, the more bound up you are. I mean, there's a sermon in that, right? All right, here we go. On your mark, get set, go. One minute, here we go. Here we go. Come on, come on. So close. You got what? Oh, he got it right here. He got it. Logan, you got it. Congratulations. Give him a hand. Give him a hand. Congratulations, man. And you get to keep the streamer. You get, the streamers are yours, too. Take those home. It's just for you. Yeah. You can leave it. It's all right. Lane's not a quitter. He finished getting his unwound. I respect that, man. Great job. Great job. <laughs> awesome. I think Logan's going to be like every little girl in here is be like, I need some of that streamer. That's like unicorn colors. So congratulations uh, to our winners. I hope you guys had fun. And, and I want to say uh, I appreciate all of our brave individuals uh, who came up here week after week to compete. We really appreciate that. It takes a lot of guts to come up in front of your church and literally God and everybody and compete. But uh, it was fun. It was fun to, to watch. And so uh, as I said earlier, today is Camp Sunday. Today, we're going to be looking at how and why camp is so important. Because let me just share with you, uh, we launched this camp six years ago. And camp ends in July. The following October, we start planning for the, for the next camp, the next year. And then when we get through the Christmas season, uh, we meet monthly from January up through July to prepare. So why? Why all this time and money and manpower for something uh, that just takes place for a week? Well, again, I, I think camp is crucial. I think camp is this special time that, that God has created uh, to use recreation and recreation to, to change, literally change people's lives. And we're going to talk more about that here in just a moment. But I, I want to be honest with you, since we're in church, I, I need to admit that I'm a little biased about the importance of camp. Okay, And I'm not biased just because I'm, I'm a camp director. I'm biased because I've personally experienced the power of church camp. I grew up uh, in Borger, Texas, First Baptist Church. Sorry if y'all didn't know I was Baptist growing up, but I grew up First Baptist Church going to church camp. We had this camp called Winner's Week, and uh, it was up in Colorado. And the neat thing about it is that camp, I didn't really know it at the time, but later on as I've grown up, I found out that my youth pastor growing up, his name was Les Sharp. Uh, he, right? Les Sharp. Logan knows. Uh, he planned this church camp himself. We went up to Colorado and we spent a week, we drove eight hours to get up into the mountains and churches from all over the, the panhandle went to experience the power of church camp. 
And at that church camp, we had, uh, he's nationally known as a speaker now, but back then he was just kind of a guy. Uh, Matt Chandler was one of our, our camp speakers. I sat at the edge of the stage and talked to Matt Chandler. And then uh, we also had worship by uh, Shane and Shane. Anybody ever heard of Shane and Shane? So let me just tell you, you're welcome, okay? One of my claims to fame uh, as an adult leader, I was in the green room hanging out with Shane and Shane. That's right. I got to hang out with them. And uh, Shane, I won't tell you which one. I don't want to embarrass him. But Shane was about to go up on stage and he had his shirt, his t-shirt on inside out. And so I was like, hey, Shane, your shirt's inside out. He's like, oh man, and he ran and changed. And so I personally believe I I saved the career of Shane and Shane that day. Uh, If it wasn't for me, we wouldn't have Shane and Shane all these years later. So you're welcome. But uh, over the years, so like I said, I've I've seen God change lives by going to camp. I've seen that. I've experienced that personally. But I have to say that for me, the perspective on the power of church camp, the power of setting aside a week and going out to a secluded place, that greatly expanded. My understanding of what God could do greatly expanded when I became a camp director. And many of you might not know this, but six years ago, like I said, we launched Camp Nova as a church. But when we launched Camp Nova, I had exactly zero experience directing a church camp. I also had zero experience launching a church camp. I just had a crazy, faithful lead pastor come into my office and say, hey, you want to start a church camp? I was like, uh, yeah, I guess. So I had no experience. I had no know-how and I had no, no equipping to launch something like Camp Nova. And I have to say, I'm so thankful that I didn't. Because in many ways, in many ways, God used that experience to recreate me. Because like I said, it was very clear to me. It was actually, I was actually painfully aware. I don't know if you've ever been in that moment, but I was painfully aware that I was ill-equipped for what I was being asked to do. You ever been in that moment where God's asking you to do something or somebody who believes in you is asking you to do something and uh, you look in the mirror and you say, I got nothing. I got nothing to offer. Why are you asking me? That's how I felt about this calling that God placed in front of me. I knew I wasn't enough. I knew that. (laughs) But looking back, I'm so thankful because now I know what was a painful thing, now I know was a very, very, very good thing. Because God used that experience to teach me to trust him. God, many, many, many times had to remind me that I wasn't enough because of my track record. I had no track record. I'd never done this before. So God reminded me over and over again, listen, Charlie, I didn't call you to this because you're good at it. I didn't call you to this because you're, you've got great skills at launching church camps. You've successfully launched 10 in your career. No, God didn't call me because of that. He called me to start this thing called Camp Nova because he wanted to do it with me. He was inviting me to join him in accomplishing something that he wanted to accomplish. And he knew that if I was willing to trust him in that process, despite all evidence showing that I don't have enough, I don't have what it takes to do it, 
something powerful would happen inside me. And that's what happened. Inch by inch, I had to learn to trust God to provide despite my inadequacies. I'd never ran a church camp before. If you've ever met me, you know I'm not great on the details, okay? Like due dates, they're more of a suggestion, okay? Spreadsheets, math, what is that, right? So I was panicking. How am I going to register all these people? Well, lo and behold, in our church, we have this amazing, faithful couple named Scott and Nikki Dillard who happened to, their, most of their career, they were um, consultants on efficiency. Scott speaks Excel, okay? <laughs> and so I go to them. I'm like, hey, we have this crazy idea called a church camp. Would y'all like give up a truckload of your time and, and just do all of our registration for free? Would y'all do that and stay up till 11 o'clock at night up at the church doing registration and last minute changes? Would y'all do that? You know what they said? Absolutely. And they've done it for the last six years. Right? Amen. Amen. And then I went to, I, I was like, okay, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm gonna have to come up with a launch team because I don't know what I'm doing. So I looked around me and I was like, you know, all these other church camps, they have a, a licensed professional counselor for really intense cases that come up. And so I look across our church and I see Jane King and I'm like, hey, Jane, how would you feel about coming out to camp and dealing with these high stress situations and counseling these campers uh, through all this turmoil. And oh, not just the campers, but we got a bunch of adult leaders who have no idea what they're doing as far as helping campers through crisis. Will you come out there and pastor the, the adult leaders, the green shirts and minister to the kids? And would you do that for free for six years? You know what she said? Absolutely. And God provided, God provided. And then I looked across the landscape of our church, and again, I said, I don't know, I have no idea what I'm doing, uh, but I, I, I knew this lady, her name was Kimberly Dudley, and I knew she faithfully went to church camp with her kids from the time that they were this tall until, until they were taller, right? And so I knew she had experience. She was an experienced church camp person. So I went to Kimberly Dudley, and I said, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea what church camp is like at Cedar Canyon. I didn't grow up going to Cedar Canyon as a kid. Remember, I grew up Baptist, would you come on our launch team and spend the next six years meeting monthly, coming up with plans and, and purposes for camp and, and help guide us into making this thing what God wants it to be? You know what she said? Absolutely. She's still on the team today. She's gonna leave for camp tomorrow. Yeah. And there are more and more and more people like that. More and more people. I have witnessed God take this little moment of faith on my part where I said, I don't know what I'm doing, God, but I really am confident you're calling me to it. I've watched him bless that over and over and over again. I've watched him provide for that over and over and over again. I've seen the fruit of embracing and trusting God with recreation and recreation. Let me, let me show you one example. Back in, in, in 2016, we launched Camp Nova. Uh, in July of 2016, uh, we had a director, that was me, who had no idea what he was doing, and we had a launch team who had never done this before, and we had 163 campers and 27 adult leaders that first year, okay? You could have knocked me over with a feather. I was so overwhelmed with what God did that year. I was so blessed by what God did, but God wasn't done yet. So four years later, God continued to bless camp to where last 2019, when we had camp last, we had 329 campers and 61 adult leaders. Look at that. Yeah. 
with a camp director who had no idea what he was doing, who had never done it before. Go back to, can we go back to 2016? Now go back to 2019. That's what God did. That's what God did. And I love that. I love that, that there's no way I can stand up here and take any credit because I started out knowing I didn't know what I was doing. But I trusted God. I learned to trust God each step of the way. I learned and I watched God use recreation and recreation. In a moment, you're gonna hear a testimony from uh, Laura Smith, who was also a founding member of our launch team and was a longtime uh, Camp Nova green shirt, which is what we call our adult leaders, green shirt veteran. Uh, she is gonna share a, an amazing testimony of what, how she saw God move and work through camp. But I wanna take just a moment and share with you how I saw God use recreation and recreation through our launch team because that was really the perspective that I got. Uh, being a camp director, I don't get to be in a small group. I, thank God, don't have to stay in a cabin with junior high boys, no offense to junior high boys, but uh, you know, I, I didn't do those things. So I, I witnessed God moving through the leadership team. So I wanna share our two scriptures again, because these are two that come to mind when I think about Camp Nova. Psalms 103, one through five. Praise the Lord, my soul. All my inmost being, praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion? Who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles? And then 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 20. If anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ Jesus and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, so not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting the message of reconciliation to us. So we are ambassadors of Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. The drive and motivation of our planning team it really fits into both of these scriptures. Because we as a team, this is what we pray when we get together in our planning teams. We say this, God, this is your camp. Thank you for letting us be a part of it. Show us what your plans and purposes are for camp, and then we hope and pray that we're faithful enough to follow his leadership. But really what, what burdens our hearts is we wanna see campers be redeemed from death and crowned with love. We hope campers learn that, that they're headed towards death because of sin, but Christ wants to redeem them and not just redeem them because they're terrible wretches and he's a super nice guy, but redeem them because he loves them and he wants to crown them with his love. And then we also want campers to experience being, being made into a new creation and watching the old pass away. That's the whole inspiration behind our, this has been our logo since 2016. We have a crown again because we want campers to be crowned in love. But you see the bottom, our slogan has been from the beginning, be made new. We want campers to be made new, not just be made new one time so they can go to heaven. We want them to be made new on the daily. We want them to trust Christ and make them new every day and to, to trust him and to, to use recreation and recreation to, to make them new, to recreate them. But if I'm gonna be honest with you, that, that, that whole thing is, is beautiful, but it's really hard and it's really frustrating. It's really hard and really frustrating to pursue those two goals because there's constant 
challenges. There's constant frustrations when it comes to church camp. Let me give you just one example. Uh, Just three weeks ago, we found out that two of the cabins that we typically fill up for camp uh, were no longer going to be usable because of uh, unexpected uh, major water supply issues. And so as a, as a director's team, we suddenly had to figure out how to do something we'd never done before. We'd never had a wait list before. And if anybody's ever dealt with a wait list, it's, it's terrible. We had a group of four boys who had been coming to camp for several years uh, in the midst of registration. One of the guys got through and was registered. The other three were on our wait list and they were driving from Vernon. What are you going to tell them? What are you gonna say to them? Pursuing recreation and recreation, uh, pursuing a camp that honors and glorifies God, pursuing a camp that makes campers new is frustrating, it's challenging, it's difficult, it's not easy. But in the midst of the last six years, in the midst of all the hardships, I've seen God use recreation and recreation. I see, rec, uh, I see recreation in our desire as camp directors to see campers be made new. Because you know what that means? That means we have to learn to trust God to make us new. But you know what that means? We have to be willing to change. And can I just tell you how terrible that is as a camp director? You know what I wish we could have done? I wish six years ago when Jane and Kimberly and I were in this room together, we could have gotten the dry erase board, got some markers, bing, bang, boom. That's our game plan. We're gonna run it for the next 15 years. It's gonna be great, but that's not what happened. I think Kimberly can testify. I know Scott and Nikki can testify. In the last six years, there hasn't been one year of camp that was the same as any other year. We've changed schedules. uh, We've changed plans. uh, We had to come up with this new thing called Hawks because what we noticed, what we observed at camp was that at Rec, Recreation, y'all know what I'm talking, Recreate, like, you know, uh, Recess for Older Kids, Right? We noticed that only about, we had 300, about 300 campers. We noticed that only about 100 were out there playing and running and sweating and competing and throwing balls. What we figured out is two-thirds of our camp were not doing that. You know why? They weren't interested. They didn't want to sweat. They didn't want to compete. They didn't want to throw footballs and frisbees at each other. And so we could have done one or two things. We could have just ignored it and said, too bad for them. Or we could have said, well, we serve this God of, of recreation, and recreation is more than competition. And we have, we have to be willing to change in order to do this, but we got together and said, what could we do so that all campers enjoy recreation? And so we created this thing called HAWKS. It's an acronym because we're good Methodists. And uh, it stands for hiking. We have an athletic option. We have a water option. Uh, last year, we had a karaoke option. This year, it's called combat. It's like a dodgeball meets color war. Please pray for that. I just... I just, I said yes, and then immediately got scared, so uh, pray for that. And then we have, uh, our last one is escape room, uh, which we're not great spellers, so uh, escape room, not escape room. Um, And it's just where kids can go. We've we've built these escape rooms in a box, so they can go in and, and just do something that's creative. See, we had to be willing to change. We had to be willing to trust God that the way that camp had always been done, just recreation was recreation was recreation, If we trusted God, we could make something that blessed all of our camp, not just one section. But I've also seen God use recreation with our leadership team. Because like I said, from January through the the second half of the year, we meet monthly, uh, getting ready for camp. Uh, And uh, we have all the same things that all of y'all hate with your meetings. We have like updates and, and reports and debates about different things. But you know what also we have? We have a lot of laughter. 
And we have a lot of creativity. We have a lot of fun. We really enjoy being in the same room with each other. And I absolutely believe that our, willing to, our willingness to embrace recreation in our meetings overflows into the joy that has marked, that's marked our camp. And so I've seen God use recreation and recreation. But can I just tell you, I've also seen an experience that, that it's a pain. Recreation and recreation is a pain. It takes time. But it's a pain that produces fruit. It is a pain that produces fruit. Let me share with you some of the fruit that we've seen. Over the last six years through Camp Nova, we've witnessed God accomplish 68 salvations, 139 rededications, and 54 callings into missions and ministry. It's amazing. Amazing. And then on top of that, this year, this year alone, we're expecting next week, uh, we're prepared to welcome 147 junior high campers, 165 high school campers. We have 48 churches represented from 51 different communities. And we have 78 adult leaders who will be fed by three different UMW circles from this church. It's amazing. Yeah, y'all can clap for that. Absolutely. It's a miracle. That last number is a miracle, 78 adults. I praise God for our adults. You can't have a great camp without great leaders. Can I just tell you a little bit about our leaders? We have 78 adults who pay $115, take a week off of work to go sleep in a bunk bed, potentially with junior high boys, for a week. Oh, in July... In West Texas, and they don't complain a bit, but we could, and we couldn't do camp without them. So that, just that number alone, we went from 27 in 2016 to 78 in, in, 2000, uh, in 2021. It's amazing. So I, I want to just take a quick moment here. We're going to take a quick uh, video break. I want you to hear from Laura Smith, who is a, a longtime member of this church, a longtime uh, member of our Camp Nova team. She just wants to share her testimony uh, with us right now. Good morning, church family. Charlie asked me to talk with you this morning about my experiences with Camp Nova. Honestly, I found this difficult because it's hard for me to think about my entire experience with Camp Nova and boil it down in just to a couple of minutes of things to share with you. I will start at the beginning. One day after Sunday school, five, six years ago, Charlie stopped me and said, hey, we have an opportunity to start a new camp at Cedar Canyon, and I want you to think about being on this, the planning team for this camp. I'm not the campiest person. I haven't done church camp in decades. I went to church camp when I was in fifth grade and sixth grade, and after that I went to academic type camps as a teenager uh, with school interests. So the thought of church camp was a little bit foreign for my experience and yet I felt drawn to say yes if you know Charlie you know it's hard to say no to Charlie but also I felt drawn to this opportunity so I threw myself into planning and had a great time still was honestly dreading camp just a little bit because I thought I don't know that I want to go stay in a cabin for a whole week with high school kids I don't know and if you know me you know that I teach high school and I love high school kids but the thought of doing that in a different environment was a little daunting I was afraid they'd think they got the old counselor or um, that they would be kids I couldn't relate with. 
And yet it turned out to be the biggest blessing of my summer that year. It was amazing. Camp Nova continued to be the week I looked forward to every summer. I know you've been talking about being made new and recreating, and I think that's why Camp Nova was such a special time, to go away for a week, to immerse ourselves in God's creation and in relationship with Him and with others was so refreshing. And if you are like I am, or your children are like I am, and I'm not like a campy person who can't wait to hike to the falls every day, I had so many great conversations with students in painting class, watercoloring during break, uh, in singing and playing games, uh, board games. Kids would gather and play and just fellowship. And those times were times that all kinds of students could be made new, not just out in the outdoor setting, but in all kinds of settings. What I saw during my weeks at camp would be students of all types grow in their relationship with God, find their worth as a child of God. I found that relationships are really the lasting thing I treasure most about Camp Novi, Nova. In addition to our relationships with each other, of course our in-depth relationship with God and the things that we learned that week. It was amazing to me to watch the students grow. One special student, I didn't even meet the first year she was there. You may remember several years ago, Charlene Rick gave us little bracelets with kids' names on them. We were just to pray for the student as we neared time for Camp Nova and during Camp Nova. So I got a bracelet with the word Emma on it. And so I took Emma's bracelet and started putting it on my arm. I put it on the gear shift of my car. And every time I was in my car, I'd think about Emma and I would pray for her. And I would wonder what it was going to be like to meet Emma. And I went to camp and I never met an Emma the whole time I was there. So as I was walking back to my cabin and students were leaving camp, I heard somebody yell, hey, Emma. And it was a little blonde girl getting into a van across the parking lot and they got in and left and I thought, well, there was my Emma. I hope she had a good time. I hope it was good for her. Didn't think much more about it. Still left that bracelet on my gear shift for months afterwards. Finally, I took it off and I couldn't bear to throw it away. So I put it in the glove compartment and I would still think about Emma and pray for Emma. Fast forward a year, two years, and I'm back at Camp Nova, and it was nearing the end of the week. And all of a sudden, I thought about that bracelet again, and I remembered Emma, and then it dawned on me. There was an Emma in my small group at camp. I thought, could this be my Emma? I went, found Emma, told her the story. She said, yes, I was here. That was the year I was here. There, and I checked with Charlie. There had been no other Emmas in camp. That was my Emma. So it took about two years for us to connect, but it was a wonderful time, and Emma just graduated from high school. She sent me the sweetest note uh, detailing her plans for the future. She's going to be a nurse and how she wants to uh, also use that in going into ministry. And it was wonderful to see that relationship continue and how she reflected on her time at Camp Nova and what that meant to her. I could tell you so many stories of lives changed with kids. It's miraculous, the change that occurs. Sometimes I know that that one week may be the only week in that child's life that they feel valued. 
Some of them are coming from difficult home situations. Some are coming from very difficult. They're all, let's face it, they're all coming from difficult school situations because high school is difficult. Junior high is difficult. Uh, the peer pressure and the, uh, the way that it's just difficult to navigate life as a teenager these days can be very trying. And for that week, they have some respite. They uh, are able to really grow and recreate. So I hope that you will walk away from this little message knowing that Camp Nova is a place where lives are changed, where students grow in their relationship with God and form relationships that can last them for years following camp. I hope you all have a wonderful Camp Nova 2021. Amen. So again, you see another example of somebody being willing to trust God to call them into something they aren't equipped for. She wasn't a campy person, but turned into one of the most well-loved and, and most sought-after small group and cabin leaders that we've had. And so because she trusted God, she was blessed in turn, she was a blessing. And that all, in my opinion, came through recreation and recreation. So at this time, I want to invite our worship team to come forward. We're going to have a, a short uh, response time here during our, our uh, worship time, our closing uh, song. You might remember throughout this, this series, we've used uh, the Jenga game as a, an illustration, an illustration of God wanting us to play. You don't just look at the Jenga tower, you actually play it in order to enjoy it. And we also talked about with the Jenga piece how um, many times uh, we can have gaps in our lives that say we're not enough and that uh, we need to learn to trust God to, to fill those gaps uh, of us producing evidence of being enough with us just being enough because we're in relationship with him. And so during our, our, our closing song here, uh, we've got bowls of Jenga pieces at, at each of our prayer rails. Uh, you're invited to come forward, spend a little bit of time in prayer, and, and take a Jenga piece with you. You can put it on a, on a shelf or put it on your desk in your office. And just let it be a reminder that God, that, that play is a part of God's plan for your life. And that God wants to recreate you with his love. Let's pray. Father, help us to trust you. Whether we feel equipped or not, if you're calling us, you'll provide. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.